0: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Stories like this are really gut-wrenching, really almost heartbreaking. And I can sympathize incredibly with these families. This is a real dilemma for the healthcare system. And it's a dilemma we often have to face. Obviously, uh, the nature of our healthcare system makes these dilemmas uniquely Canadian, but uh, this this would be an issue anywhere. When we've got a new drug or a new treatment of some kind that comes along and holds enormous potential, but comes with a tremendous price tag, how does the healthcare system need to view it? So that's the reality right now, facing families who have children dealing with spinal muscular atrophy. S-M-A, as it's known. It's a genetic disease. It destroys the motor neurons in the spinal cord. It's degenerative. It can lead to early death. Uh, Obviously, that's, you know, to get that kind of a diagnosis, right? A parent's worst nightmare. So along comes something that offers hope. Spinraza is the name of this drug, or the brand name of this drug. And it is the only approved treatment for spinal muscular atrophy. There's the catch. The cost is astronomical, about $750,000 just for even the first year of treatment. So some families, families of kids dealing with this, uh, are pushing provincial governments across the country to approve this, to cover this under the healthcare system so that these, can kid, these kids can get this treatment, which, again, shows some enormous potential uh, in, in providing some help joining us to talk a bit more about all It's very pleased to welcome the program here today kira levitt palmer uh one of the parents uh part of this this push uh her son uh is suffering from from sma kira uh, kira thanks so much for joining us here today welcome to the program thank you all right uh and your son evan is his name right yes uh and he's one of these children uh dealing with spinal muscular atrophy uh sma as it's known tell us a bit more about this condition
1: it's a condition that you're born with and it's genetic. And basically the best way to think about it is that it steals your muscles from you and it's regressive. So you are born with it. You, depending on how severe the type is that you have, will determine when you start seeing symptoms. And then it just regresses before your eyes and you Get weaker and weaker and weaker through your whole life. It, it, it acts a lot like ALS, but it's in children mostly is when it starts.
0: And how old is Evan now?
1: Evan is 10.
0: All right. So you've been dealing with this really since, since he was born?
1: Um, yeah. We didn't know right. when he was first born. So he wasn't diagnosed until he was 17 months, which is pretty typical for the type of SMA that he has.
0: And do we know how many kids in Canada are dealing with this?
1: Oh, there's not that many. It's right. only the statistics are only one in six hundred kids are born with it. Um, I live in Calgary, and there's about nine nine children in Calgary.
0: So, and, and we'll talk about this drug and the potential that it holds. But just help us understand, then, in, in the meantime, what can be done or what has been done to to help Evan?
1: Well, right now, without without the medication. The only things that we can do are physio surgeries um, and just trying to do stretches and keep him as comfortable as we can. But there is nothing that we can do. It, it is an unstoppable disease without the um, aid of this medication.
0: All right. Spinraza is uh, the name of this, this drug. So why is there such potential here? What do, what do we know about it?
1: we've seen in the research studies is incredible it's really miracles before our eyes this medication what it, it gives these um, people living with SMA the um, the protein that their body doesn't make and so it basically what we've seen is it stops the, the disease in its tracks whenever you start to get it and you can even see some gains often so we've seen kids on the research studies that have gotten it from a very early, early age and they are virtually symptom free. And then we've had some friends who were on the trial who we have seen gain strength and gain muscle mass and be able to, to do things that they were never able to do before and never even had a hope of doing.
0: So health Canada has approved this drug, right?
1: They have approved it, but it's, It's so expensive, and um, the Drug Review Board federally has recommended to provinces that they don't cover it for families, and there's no way that anybody can afford this medication. But the provinces still have the chance to make their own decision, and so we're just hoping and praying that they will look at the research and that they will make the right decision and, and fund this medication for people who are living with SMA.
0: So Health Canada approves the drug, but then there's the, the Canadian Agency for Drugs and Technologies and Health. And I guess that's the agency that makes recommendations about whether it should be covered or, or for whom it should be covered. So what have they said?
1: Um, they said that it is not worth the return on their investment. And so they have recommended that it only be covered for a very small subset of the most severe children diagnosed with this and only if they're diagnosed before seven months.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, and, and the cost, you mentioned the cost, $750,000 for the first year of treatment. That's obviously a, a tremendously high figure. Why, why is it so expensive? Do we know?
1: Uh, the most we can figure is that it's because of the amount of time that the research company spent researching this medication. But other than that, we I, I really don't know.
0: So, what does that leave parents in the meantime uh, knowing the the potential of this drug, but facing this enormous barrier to it?
1: Well, that's the hardest part it's It feels like we were given for the first time in our lives it was we were given a piece of hope, and that um, we we have we have a solution before our eyes, but we have no access to it and so that's why we are reaching out and trying to let people know about this because we still have a chance. The provinces can still make the right choice.
0: Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, there's the recommendation from this agency, but it's still, it's up to each province how, how they address it, isn't it? Yeah. And, and have any provinces yet taken the lead or, or gone beyond the, the recommendation?
1: Uh, no, not yet. Nobody's made a decision yet.
0: Have you had conversations yourself with, with Alberta health officials about this?
1: There are several of us who are sending in letters and, and scheduling meetings, and we are. That, that's kind of my life right now, is trying to get this out there and talk to people, and I know I'm not the only one.
0: What kind of a response have you received, or, or have you received any kind of response?
1: Um, well, the hard, the hard part, too, some people have received responses. I am not quite there yet, but I was a little bit late to the game because. All of this happened right before Christmas, and we were on vacation. We were gone, so I couldn't address it until we were back.
0: Uh, so, where can Canadians go to, to find out more about this, or you know, if they want to lend their voices to this campaign, what would be the best way to do that?
1: The the best way to lend their voices to the campaign would be to contact their public officials, contact their MLAs, and and let them know that they're aware of this and that that they need to um, look into it more. Another way to get information about what's happening is there's a Facebook and a website run by Cure SMA Canada, and there's a lot of information about what's going on on those sites and what you can do about it as an individual.
0: Right. Well, Cure, yeah, CureSMA.ca, right? Yes. All right. Well, Kira, thanks for taking some time uh, to chat with us about this today. And, and all the best to you and, and your family with this. Uh, hopefully things work you. out for you.
1: Thank you so much. Right,
0: there you go. Kira, uh, Kira Leavitt Palmer, um, Calgary mom, her kid, one of, uh, she figures about nine in Calgary uh, that are dealing with SMA. So this is tough. And, and hopefully it may be in the months, well, hopefully not years, but going forwards as more research is done that again can show that indeed this does, this does help. This does work. I think it would make it easier for provincial governments to make that decision. And and so that's the dilemma that, that health Canada faces that the Canadian agency for drugs and technologies and health faces is how much do you need to see before you can approve a drug? At what point is it still considered experimental? So health Canada has approved the drug. So it, it, does It is cleared to be used in Canada. The recommendation, though, from the CADTH is, is very narrow, as you heard regarding children who are eligible for coverage of this. Uh, so the company that makes the drug Biogen has submitted the price at $750,000 per patient for the first year. And again, maybe in time that will come down or maybe there are other alternatives or maybe even somehow a generic version or or something along those lines that maybe will be easier for these families, for the system to deal with this. But in the meantime, you're one of these parents. What what do you do? Just uh, a horrible dilemma. 403-974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this.